Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. The AM, the zone. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Am I the only one that really could use a good shot of sunshine in this forecast? How you doing, everybody? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Youngke. Glad you're along with us. This cloudy overcast business is getting to me, and I'm afraid we really don't have much sunshine in the forecast this week. Temperatures are going to be a little bit more mild, but we've got plenty of rain lined up as well. Today, cloudy skies, 56 are expected high with Overnight lows down to 45. Tomorrow, good 80% chance of rain probably early in the day. 50 are expected high on Tuesday. Wednesday, probably the best chance of sunshine in the forecast. We'll touch out around 60 degrees. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist will put more details on the bone there. As far as that forecast is concerned, he joins us in about 15 minutes. Stephanie Hoff is going to be along for the ride this morning as well. She's got an interesting story of how goats are helping the city of Madison control invasive weeds. Another two counties added to the list of highly pathogenic avian influenza detections, Fond du Lac County and O'Connell County. Two backyard flocks, uh, one in each, has tested positive for the highly pathogenic avian influenza flu. We're going to be talking more about that. And ethanol has been in the news a lot lately since the president announced he was going to allow E15 fuel to be used during the summer months. Our Wisconsin corn growers are happy about that, but maybe not for the reasons you think they are. Stick around for all those details coming up. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. You know, sometimes creativity is not just something limited to uh, paper. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I'll tell you what, if you look at production agriculture, our supply chain issues, especially accented during the pandemic, getting creative on how we move products, how we store products, well, it has uh, really taken the apple, if you will, as far as uh, a winning recipe for a lot of businesses. Constantly looking for new ways to try to do business seems to be what we're left with. Jill, you've got some great examples of creative agribusiness giants in northwest Wisconsin that just kind of keep coming up with new ways to solve existing problems, don't you? Yes, I do, Pam. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. 
Bob had the opportunity to talk to a local company. Their companies, they're overcoming supply chain hangups. They still face in shipping and receiving those products. One company being proactive on this issue is Chippewa Valley Bean in Menominee, the country's largest grower and processors of Bob talked with the company officials, starting with Cindy Brown, the company's president and CEO, about shipping challenges as companies not only are trying to get through COVID, but also the Trump era steel and aluminum tariffs. And he asked her if the situation is getting any better. Unfortunately, Bob, they're not. You know, we came through the tariffs and we finally had the tariffs reduced and we thought, Hallelujah, it's time to start shipping product. And then we ran into the supply chain issues. So what we're struggling with, being in the center of the country, is a reliance on one railroad to take our product to the port at Montreal or to take our product to the East Coast ports. So CP ships, or excuse me, CP Rail takes the product from Minneapolis to Chicago, where it has to go over uh, land by a trailer because it's not the same railroad that goes out to the East Coast, and then go to the ports that we would ship out of, which would be Newark or Norfolk or New York. And then they also go to Montreal. So, well, since COVID started, we've had a problem trying to get product out the door. First, we had the part of Montreal going on strike. And when that happened, we had a number of containers that ended up being stuck in Chicago because they couldn't find enough chassis to move them from one railroad to the other to go across town. And we thought we had that resolved, but we've been seeing an increase in prices for container shipments, and it's it's really been ramping up. Now, it, it feels like our problem here in the Midwest has been a little bit delayed from the West Coast problems, and we are seeing more and more traffic coming from the West Coast trying to go out of Montreal and some of the other locations. We've had a, a problem now with CP ships saying they're not going to take, or CP rail, I'm sorry, not going to take anything to Chicago. And when that happens, we're, we're challenged trying to find other locations. So what can we do? Well, we can load rail and we can try and go out the port of Houston um, by, by having the product transloaded there. Uh, we can try and work out of um, other areas like uh, Baltimore and trying to look at some transloading there, but it all adds up in, in serious costs. So it's a, it's a challenge every day as we try to do this. We've got customers that would be ongoing buyers, but as the freight has increased, you know, twice or three times, they no longer can afford it in some of the countries that we would export to. Now, when you talk about freight going up two, three, four times, talk about that in dollars, because I don't think a lot of people can appreciate what we're talking about here. We're a lot of zeros. That's right. Well, we didn't see quite the increases that some of the commercial goods might have, like uh, consumer goods, have gone up. But on transportation costs, where we might have been at $100 a metric ton into Europe, which is our major market, we're now at 200 uh, Going into someplace like Pakistan, I'll put it in a, in a per hundred cost. We started out at $8 per hundred, and we're now at thirteen fifty per hundred. So those costs are actually taking Pakistan or taking the U.S. out of the market because Pakistan can't afford to purchase at those price levels. And we're, we're bumping up against that with some of our European customers as well. They just simply are saying, we can't pass this along to the retail market, so we're going to have to wait until the freight costs come down. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel that you see, or is this an ongoing problem 
that uh, doesn't see an end? Well, hopefully with COVID going away and perhaps some other aspects going into our supply chain, we'll see a reduction in, in some of these costs. I hope so because we're going to have a hard time staying competitive if that is in fact the case. But here at Chippewa Valley Bean, we've come up with another idea. And uh, we're looking at starting to use the Great Lake ports. And we're going to talk about that right now. Cindy Brown, thank you. Cindy is president and the CEO here at Chippewa Valley Bean. Well, let's talk to the CFO, and that's Tom Kwok. And uh, Tom, I walked in, and you started talking about a salty. And I have no idea what you were talking about. Tell us about the salty and that alternative transport that you've come up with. Well, in working to fix our supply chain or trying to address some of the container issues, we've decided that we needed to utilize the Great Lakes port. And we've been looking at utilizing Duluth for quite some time now. And ultimately, we, we are working on a project where we source private containers. Because as Cindy talked about, containers are very hard to come by. And we needed to get a source where we had our own containers. So we partnered with a group that provides uh, private containers that we can lease and rent. But the issue was that we needed to be able to transport those to Europe. And the only way to get those to Europe was to get them on a private chartered vessel. So we're working with the Port of Duluth and this other company to actually lease a, a ship for the Great Lakes, which an uh, ocean-going vessel in the Great Lakes is called the Salty, versus a Laker, which is the normal ships that we would typically see in Duluth. So we're trying to expand the, the, that route to utilize more private containers to get to Europe to alleviate some of the supply chain issues that we're having. Is the Port of Duluth kind of a, a secret, for lack of a better term, as far as busy ports? We talk about the coast ports, and, and Cindy talked about uh, Houston and others, but is, the, is uh, the Port of Duluth underutilized, I guess might be a better way to ask it? Uh, it's underutilized for container shipments. They, they're just developing their container shipping operation. Uh, obviously, they've been doing ore and other ag uh, bulk products for years, but the containers have been an issue. So, so they've developed that uh, ability to get containers on the ships and, and get them out. So we're looking at it as an un underutilized resource within the Midwest here. What kind of a difference will that make for you, being able, if this all works as you hope it will and are planning that it will, what kind of a difference will it make for you for moving your product in a timely manner to your European customers? Well, if we can get two to 600 containers on a ship, that, that's like moving a, a couple of weeks at a time of product out of here. So it does close the gap that we are behind on, on our shipping, and it allows us to move product forward into Europe to make sure that our customers have the product when they need it versus waiting for a container that shows up when the ship arrives. Now, when you're here at Chippewa Valley Bean with Dark Red Kidney Beans going to put that many on there, I would imagine... The corn industry, the soybean industry, maybe even some of the wheat states are going to be looking at the same thing. This could make the Duluth port an awful busy place, and are there enough containers to go around? Well, the, we are a small portion of the, the project that these private container guys are, are working on. They're, they're actually significantly more volume working with uh, corn and soybean guys, and uh, we're kind of drafting on, on them to, to use the volume, but it, it certainly uh, could make a difference if we can start moving five, 6,000 containers at a crack out of Duluth. That would be a wonderful change in the operations. And, of course, we get winter around here. Is this going to be something we can do on a year-round basis? Uh, it, 
ice does cause a problem in Duluth, so there are the, the train options that would be utilized in the, the off-season. But for our, our purposes, we're looking at using those containers for bulk storage of, of harvest products. So that will be here at the plant, and we'll be able to ramp up once uh, spring comes and we'll be able to ship those out that way. So this process is already in place, moving forward. Uh, the, the project is in place. In fact, today, Bob, our first containers that we're bringing in to ship out have arrived, and we'll be loading those and sending them to Duluth this week. They must be brand-new containers. I don't see any graffiti on them yet. They are brand-new containers, uh, once used, and then they're, they're sold into the operation, and we're renting them, and they'll be used multiple times from there. From your point of view as a CFO, how much pressure does this new option relieve, so to speak, from storage, availability, able to move the product? Uh, when you look at our, our current operation, we're, we're probably a couple months behind on where we'd like to be in, in shipping at this point in time. So from a revenue and cash flow perspective, to be able to keep product consistently moving out and having other options, and we try as many options as we can, and this won't solve every problem, but it certainly gets us back to where we need to be from a revenue perspective. Use a salty. That seems to be the current answer. At least one of the problems we are getting solved, uh, not completely. Lots to do, but at Chippewa Valley Bean, again, looking at the options of going through the port of Duluth and getting those ships to where they need to be in Europe. And, of course, that's Tom Kwok, CFO with Chippewa Valley Bean. I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When they love you enough to tell you you need a breath mint, that's family. At Mad City Moving, we're locally owned and family run. We're not afraid to tell each other the truth and make sure every job is done right. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the family knows best move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well and like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like Looking for extra cash? Did you witness a crime? Or maybe you have information about ongoing criminal activity in the Madison area. We give cash for clues. Madison Area Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization that helps prevent and solve crimes in our community by working with Dane County residents, law enforcement agencies, and media partners. So how does it work? When you share information with Crime Stoppers, a confidential code will be generated to protect your identity. If your tip results in an arrest and filing of criminal charges or the apprehension of a fugitive, you'll receive a cash reward. Keep your tip ID and password so you can check the status of your tip. Once the arrest or apprehension is confirmed, arrangements will be made for you to collect your reward anonymously. Your confidentiality is important to us. Any individual who contacts Crime Stoppers will always remain anonymous. Call 608-266-6014 or go to p3tips.com. Madison Area Crime Stoppers, your safety is always our priority. Let Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison help you catch the island spirit with our Tiki Loot Party. On Saturday evening, June 4th, 37 winners will share in a massive amount of cash prizes and rewards play. It's going to be a huge night with four winners selected every half hour between 5 and 9 p.m. Then at 9.30, one grand prize winner will land in a big one. $20,000 in cash. But don't wait until the 4th for all this tiki fun. Check out our bar for some luau-inspired drink specials all month long. Come and get the tropical feeling at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. 
sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Alrighty, on a Monday morning, let's find out what's coming our way weather-wise. Time for our Compere Financial Ag Weather Updates. Dumacher Ag Meteorologist joining us this morning. I, You know, I heard that cows, plows, and sows. I just read an article that uh, in Russia... They are uh, stealing an awful lot of farm equipment. Apparently, they raided a John Deere dealership, took over $5 million worth of farm equipment, including combines and planters. What they didn't figure out is today, with technology, they shut off all the machines, made them uh, inoperable. They did it remotely. How about that, eh? Well, that's uh, how technology is going. The technology we've got available for weather, not doing a doggone thing to give me sunshine today. i got to tie a knot and hang on a little bit, huh? Well, unfortunately, we can't flip the switch and change it here in the office. So we're kind of faced with more cloudy skies, a cloudy Monday, and there will be a little rainfall. Is there anything good that I can talk about? There is. This week, I expect the temperatures begin to rise. We stand a better chance to be getting close to or at 60 or better by Wednesday. There'll be a little rain chance after that bit of a warm-up. I think as we look at Wednesday night, Thursday, there could be some rain. That may tend to hold temps down a little. And then we moderate again, back up to around 60, wrapping up the week in the 60s for the weekend. Hey, there's some better news, some sunshine coming up, warmer weather by the weekend. But first, we have to start this week, and we look at low pressure. A system out in Colorado It's going to travel way down toward the southern edge of Kansas and then turn a bit northeast up into Missouri, cross through southern parts of Illinois, Illinois over to Indiana. There is some rainfall in Kansas, Nebraska, all the way to western South Dakota. That system, as it passes south of Wisconsin, will mean a little rain chance in the southern part of the state late tonight into the day tomorrow, and then we can have that warm-up here later in the week. I'll have forecast details right after it's this. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Are you protecting investments on your farm? BioVet's CAF program has been supporting calf health and growth for more than 30 years. BioVet CAF supplements provide your newborn calves with energy, hydration, and beneficial microbials to support healthy calves. Healthy calves make productive cows. Call BioVet today and learn how an investment in your calf's health returns an investment in your future and your farm's profits. Call 1-800-BIOVET-1. That's 1-800-B-I-O-V-E-T-1. All righty, Stu, give me some of those good weather details. Well, it's mostly cloudy today, and we don't have that rain threat building in at this point yet. Uh, Some low and mid-50s for highs and west winds about 5 to 10. Cloudy skies and late tonight, especially in southern parts of Wisconsin, La Crosse and Mawson on the northern edge will clear no rain, but some rain may develop late tonight in the south. Sprinkles, a brief shower or two. I expect nighttime lows in the low to mid-40s. The northwest winds about 5 Mostly cloudy with some of that rain in the south. Could be up to a quarter inch of rain. I expect tomorrow's highs only in the mid-50s. The northeast winds at 5 to 15. Then your sunny day, Pam, mostly sunny, 62. And the northeast winds about 5 to 10. I'd expect by the weekend, low and mid-60s with some sunshine. 
should feel a whole lot better. Boy, and that'll be nice, too. That'll start getting that soil warmed up where we need it, huh? We absolutely need to see all kind of that. And, you know, sun on Wednesday, some sunshine as we look towards Saturday. It's all going to make a bit of a difference. All right. We'll turn that corner. Good enough, Stu. Talk to you tomorrow, buddy. All right. See you then. Stumach is our ag meteorologist with your Compure Financial ag weather update on a Monday. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. More avian influenza detected this time in Fond du Lac and O'Connell counties. Details coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Whenever you make a major purchase, there's always that little voice in your head asking questions like, are you sure? Is this the right one for me? Bergstrom Automotive turns the what ifs into why not with the seven day buyback guarantee. That's one full week to get to know your vehicle. Is it as large as you anticipated? Maybe you want more power in heavy traffic. Maybe you find out the neighbors just bought the same make, model, and color that you just purchased. Whatever the reason, at Bergstrom, if you don't love it, simply bring it back. Not every dealership offers a seven-day buyback guarantee. Then again, Bergstrom Automotive isn't an ordinary dealership. Bergstrom believes you shouldn't have to listen to that little voice that questions your buying decision. They just want you to feel giddy with freedom, just like you did when you bought your very first one. Love it or bring it back at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Sometimes it's nice to let the kids have their own space downstairs. It's also pretty awesome to expand that basement into usable living space or entertainment area. Actuate Improvement will transform your basement into a livable area everyone can enjoy. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com Design. Create. Actuate. Looking for extra cash? Did you witness a crime? Or maybe you have information about ongoing criminal activity in the Madison area. We give cash for clues. Madison Area Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization that helps prevent and solve crimes in our community by working with Dane County residents, law enforcement agencies, and media partners. So how does it work? When you share information with Crime Stoppers, a confidential code will be generated to protect your identity. If your tip results in an arrest and filing of criminal charges or the apprehension of a fugitive, you'll receive a cash reward. Keep your tip ID and password so you can check the status of your tip. Once the arrest or apprehension is confirmed, arrangements will be made for you to collect your reward anonymously. Your confidentiality is important to us. Any individual who contacts Crime Stoppers will always remain anonymous. Call 608-266-6014 or go to p3tips.com. Madison Area Crime Stoppers, your safety is always our priority. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these this looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. 
The doors look like car doors. Open like them, too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% .9 of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Let Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison help you catch the island spirit with our Tiki Loot Party. On Saturday evening, June 4th, 37 winners will share in a massive amount of cash prizes and rewards play. It's going to be a huge night with four winners selected every half hour between 5 and 9 p.m. Then at 9.30, one grand prize winner will land a big one. $20,000 in cash. But don't wait until the 4th for all this tiki fun. Check out our bar for some luau-inspired drink specials all month long. Come and get the tropical feeling at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. From the moment you open the bag, through the low and slow grilling, to the very last bite of food, mm. new Kingsford Signature Flavors hardwood pellets tantalize your senses. Kingsford Signature Flavors are made with 100% natural hardwood and 100% real spices to add a whole new rich, full-bodied flavor and aroma to your cookout. New Kingsford Signature Flavors hardwood pellets. Flavor you can see, smell, and taste. Kingsford.com. The one, the only, Forbes.com, Conley Media, Rob Reichel covering the Green Bay Packers. Good morning, Robbie. Good morning, boys. How's Madison on this lovely Friday? Well, we, Robbie and I, I mean, it's Friday. It's the weekend upon us. We got all kinds of good stuff to talk about. I feel like some Packer fans, though, as the song that plays, uh, feeling a little trampled underfoot. Yeah, I'd say it's a without mixed getting bag. a wide receiver. We got a mixed bag today. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one, guys, at, at this point to, to evaluate. And they all are for a couple of years until you see how they play out. But I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I was, I was shocked last night they went in the direction they went. Yeah, I mean, Robbie, I, I, listen, as a Packers fan, I've now conditioned myself to think, okay, they're not going to do the wide receiver. It's been since 2002. They're not going to do it. Like, it's, this, this is what it is. Accept it. And then I see everyone on Twitter still freak out over it. And I myself still get surprised when it doesn't happen. Just a little piece of me, you know. So the fact that they didn't get a wide receiver. You were on yesterday, and you did a great article at Forbes.com talking about how they need to go get Chris Olave. And then afterwards, Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show and Brian Gutekunst, you know, at Titletown last night, talking they had, like, six wide receivers that they had targeted, but all were off the board by pick number 22. How surprised were you that a wide receiver did not fall or the Packers didn't get a wide receiver in the round first round? Well, I wasn't surprised at all, Evo, that 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 these the top six there didn't make it to 22. I mean, you and I talked about that and, and Nelly yesterday as well. The run would start somewhere around 8 to 10, and that's exactly what happened when Atlanta took Drake London at 8 and and then Wilson went at 10 and the, and the run was on, right? The Saints traded up for a lobby. We said they were going to go and they were going to go quick somewhere in that 10 to 20 range. And by 18, Evo, I think when Tennessee took trailer and Burks, they were gone. And we knew Brian Gutekunst was going to have to give up one of those second round picks or something else, Jordan Love or a future pick or whatever it would have turned out to be to work his way up there 
you know, into that 12, 13, 14 range and, and get a guy, whatever, you know, one of the, one of those top six wideouts, whether that was Wilson, Olave, Jamison Williams, whoever. And, you know, I, I, I give him credit from, from the standpoint, Evo, that what, what he decided or what he, what he eventually held firm at 22 and didn't move, he didn't reach whatsoever. You know, he took the best player on their board, and we'll find out how that, you know, how that winds up playing out with, with Quay Walker at 22 and then Wyatt later on at 28. The thing that mystifies me, though, Evo, is when, when Rodgers came back this season to Green Bay, um, and, and they were able to work things out to get him back for at least one, probably two more years at least. To me, Evo, it said they were going for it. The window was short. 2022, 2023 were probably your time uh, to, to go and chase the Super Bowl. They kicked all this money with, with all these other contracts down the road, and, and all these bills are going to come due here, Evo, in the, ne- in the next year or two. So if you are actually going for it, don't you beef up the wide receiver position? I, I already thought the defense was top ten level. It might have jumped up to top five last night, Evo. It, it's going to be an outstanding defense. Let's, you know, let, let, let's let's give Green Bay credit for for that. But but Evo, they're they're going to struggle to score points. They're going to struggle to move the ball uh, through the air with this current group of of wide receivers they have. Now maybe the general manager has a couple tricks up his sleeve yet. Where you know tonight he trades a, a two and a future one for a Debo Samuel or a, a DK Metcalf or a, a veteran of some sort. Maybe after the draft he goes out and he signs a Jarvis Landry or or something like that. He almost has to Evo because if, if if they go to training camp with this current group of wide receivers, I think by about October fifteenth the quarterback's going to go postal. <laughs> uh, Rob Reichel joining us right now uh, in your our newest article at Forbes dot com. What'd you what'd you publish that at, uh, Robbie? Uh, let's see. This morning, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers has quote faith in his bosses. Now, this is something Rodgers did not have much in for Brian Gutekunst until the year that just was. Is Rodgers, in your humble opinion, bought back into the system, even though he doesn't have a true number one now? Like, get inside the, it's like the movie Being John Malkovich. Can you be Aaron Rodgers right now, Robbie? Get inside the mind of him? I don't know that anybody could ever come close to getting inside that mind, Evo, but we'll, we'll, we'll do our best. You know, he, he said a few really interesting things, I thought. In, in, in that interview with, with, with McAfee, you know, he, he, he said he trusted, the, you know, the, his current bosses in Green Bay. He said he was surprised by the Adams trade, which, which, which I thought was really interesting because, you know, allegedly the communication has been uh, so terrific between Gutekunst and, and Rogers and, and Murphy and Lafleur and all, all these people over there. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Cloudy skies again today. Our daytime high on Monday around 56 degrees. Tomorrow, good 80% chance of rain in the morning. 50 are expected high. And Wednesday, probably the best chance for sunshine in the forecast. We'll see uh, partly cloudy skies on Wednesday and 60 degrees. I'm Pam Youngke. Glad you're along with us. Today is the second day of May. On this day in 1952, the jet age began. It was the first scheduled flight of the de Havilland Comet 1. It uh, basically took off from London to Johannesburg and ushered in the jet age on this day back in 1952. On this day in 1989, the Iron Curtain started to crumble. Hungary began dismantling their border fence. That was on this day back in 1989. On this day in 2011, Osama bin Laden was killed by a U.S. commando on this day 
back in 2011. Happy birthday to Bendit Like Beckham, uh, English footballer and a model and a coach. David Beckham has a birthday today. Also, happy birthday to The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. He turns 50 as we start another work week. And now you know. I want you to know that another two counties in Wisconsin have tested positive for the highly pathogenic avian influenza. On Friday, Dr. Darlene Conkle, our Wisconsin State Veterinarian, announced that they found two backyard flocks in Fond du Lac and Oconto County that tested positive. That brings to nine the total count of counties impacted by highly pathogenic avian influenza flu. Uh, Dr. Conkle suggesting anyone that owns birds to take extra precautions to protect them, try and keep them indoors if you can, and remember, biosecurity is absolutely critical. Uh, this can be transferred on equipment, on footwear, things like that, so you have to be particularly mindful of that. That being said, the Wisconsin State Fair has pushed pause on accepting entries for their junior poultry show during the Wisconsin State Fair. They say they are still going to allow some educational opportunities as well as showmanship, but as far as actual birds at the Wisconsin State Fair, they're not accepting those entries just yet. They anticipate that they may be able to allow for entries a little bit later this spring, but first we've got this highly pathogenic avian influenza that we've got to get cleaned up around the state. I've got more details up on what's going with the Wisconsin State Fair, as well as those two new detections in Fond du Lac and O'Connell County. Go to MidwestFarmReport.com. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment, Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chunk Gill. And from the dairy farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Markets, as we get started on a Monday morning, under pressure in Chicago, I guess the good news is the Dow Jones Industrial Average up nearly 100 points in overnight activity, but corn, beans, and wheat are all lower. That's probably in part because there is widespread rain showers moving across the Plain States, some of those areas that have been particularly dry and facing drought-like conditions. In overnight electronic trade this morning, December corn down 9, currently at 7.42. November soybeans are down 13 at 15.02. July wheat's down 12 and a quarter, 10.43 and a half. On Friday in Chicago, barrel cheese was unchanged at 234. 40-pound block cheese dropped a penny at 237. Friday saw double-A butter gain four cents at 267 and a half. Now this morning, our class three May milk contract up a nickel at 2452 100 weight. June is down eight at 2441, and July closed on Friday up eight at 2449 100 weight. There's been a lot of conversation lately about ethanol in the news. The president announcing that he is going to allow for E15 fuel use through the summer months. 
That hasn't happened since we've been using E15. And a lot of farmers, including Shane Goplin from Trimpolo County, are happy about this opportunity. Shane Goplin is a grain and forage producer in West Central Wisconsin. He is also a member of the Wisconsin Corn Growers Board of Directors. He says it's not just so much about the extra marketing opportunity for the ethanol product that's produced here in Wisconsin. He said people have to understand that the more ethanol that can be marketed, the brighter future that a lot of our Wisconsin farms can offer the next generation. What can we do in rural America to make our next generation uh, come home to us? So having said that, we need a viable rural economy to bring them home. And when we can produce a, a fuel source on our own ground in Trimplow County and throughout Wisconsin, that's pretty cool. And we can, you know, grow our own energy. Shane Goplin, he's a member of the Wisconsin Corn Growers Board. He is also a farmer himself in Trempolo County. You have to remember that 37% of all the Wisconsin corn produced is used for ethanol production. It's plant-based alcohol that basically can be blended with gasoline to power internal combustion engines. Goplin says that he recently took his daughter to a volleyball tournament in the Twin Cities, and he said when he looked at the pumps as a consumer, he was happy to see that he had choices between E10, E15, and fuel that does not use ethanol at all. And he said it was somewhere between 70 and 83 cents a gallon cheaper if he ran ethanol. He said with consumers super sensitive about their pocketbook these days, that's even a better story for ethanol to be sharing. Coming up next, sharing a story about goats helping with weed patrol. Stick around for that one. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Because of you, someone gets to go home instead of working a double. Because of you, call lights will be answered a little bit faster. Because you are the Bright Star in that facility. Bright Star Medical Staffing is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes providing the highest quality temporary staff means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Trusting someone else enough to pack up your stuff for the big move usually doesn't happen. Our employees are like family and have been with us for a very long time. You can feel comfortable with them packing things up and moving them. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the all in the family move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well and like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these When remodeling your home, you don't want some silly goose in charge of your plans. Meet Adam of AF Construction. He grew up in a Wisconsin family of skilled craftsmen working side by side with the best. Hundreds of happy homes endorses detailed attention to distinctive projects. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look. Are you looking for a fast-paced job in a fun and exciting work environment? Look no further than Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. We offer a wide range of job and shift availability in both part-time and full-time positions. Competitive wages and great benefits await you at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. 
Visit us in person or check out our website to see all of our job openings. Make work fun and apply for a job at Madison's only casino. Here we use a lot of F words. Food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Who would have thought you could rent your goats out to make a difference in the environment? I'm Stephanie Hoff. The city of Madison rents goats from Hackhagen Goats Grazing in Poinette to eat in the city parks and get rid of invasive plants. Co-owner Greg Hack tells me all about his 100 goats and the valuable work they do. We also touch on how the baby goats or kids are doing in this chilly spring weather. So we started in 2016. We bought our first few goats that spring and through the summer we had about nine nine head of goats and then we've slowly went up from there the next year we had around 30 and then we got to 50 and then we are currently at a little over 100 102 I think with one doe to kid yet Um, but yeah we raised all our goats for grazing throughout the summer for clients and um, also to market in the fall. Why did you decide to start this business? Um, for me, I grew up on a dairy farm, so I knew that I wanted to raise animals, but I didn't want to deal with cows because they're big and you can't, if they annoy you, you can't just pick them up and move them where goats are smaller. And I didn't have any experience with goats before this, so I researched them and kind of just picked out some breeds I thought would be good and went from there and kind of just hit the ground running and figured it out on the fly. Where are you contracting out your goats? Um, So this summer we will be at Seven Parks with the City of Madison. Um, We have a few other little jobs to do too throughout the area, but mostly it will be in the City of Madison at the Seven Parks. You've got two grazing groups of 50 head a, a, a piece, and so they just rotate around those seven parks? So yes, we'll have two herds of 50 and we'll set up a schedule with the city of Madison. Each park will get grazed twice. And so we'll go through all the parks and then once we're done, we'll go back and do them again. Through And we will be done sometime in October. What's the point of that? So the goats are one tool in the toolbox to help combat invasive species. So goats help with repetitive grazing where they'll defoliate the tree or the weed that they're trying to um, get rid of. That makes the plant have to use its reserves from the ground to put on new leaves, and then we'll come through a second time and the goats will defoliate again, and hopefully the second time, you know, stress out the plant enough. And if you do it long enough, over time, it'll kill the tree or whatever they're after. Is there ever an issue where they're eating all the native plants too? Usually the places that we go are so overgrown with invasives that the few native species that are there that they defoliate. It's not that big of a deal in the whole scheme of things. My jacket can attest that goats don't, you can't stop goats from eating anything. When I think of goats and taking them out into public, my biggest fear is are they going to get out? Because they're notorious for escaping, right? When they're in the parks, the park staff or volunteers check them in the morning and in the afternoon make sure the fence is up, make sure it's electrified, make sure they have water and mineral. As long as the fence is upright and the electricity's on, it's usually not a problem. Um, Once in a while you have a stick fall down on the fence and the goats will get out. Park staff will give us a call, we'll go down there, put the animal back in. If it's a repeat offender, 
we'll find a new place for that animal to go. Yeah, they get one one escape, and then if they do it again, they're out. How does the the public react to the goats? Are they ever an issue? The only issue we have had is someone's dog touched the fence one time, which there we had signage out saying that the fence is electrified, um, please keep off, you know, dogs aren't able to read, so that gentleman was not very happy, but there's not much we can do in that regards. Little kids have touched it, but, you know, growing up on a farm, it's not <laughs> anything that's going to hurt someone. Just a little tickle and you won't touch it again. When they are out there eating, how do you make sure they're getting enough food, enough nutrients? Um, so we have mineral with the goats 24-7. Usually they don't eat too much of it during the summer. The uptick in mineral intake is in the spring before greening up, really, or when it's just starting to green up, or when leaves start to change color in the fall, they pick up mineral intake. But usually goats are moved right when they're getting down there. Once the tree's defoliated and it's getting kind of bare, they're moved over, so they're never out of food. And the way we have been selecting our animals, we base it on a lot of different data like rate of gain for the kids 150 day weights we'll weigh the does pre-kidding in the fall pre-breeding and we'll also weigh them in the summer when we weigh the kids so you have an idea which animals thrive in our situation and we will go forward with those animals you know do you also rely on the park staff to notice when an animal may be sick or injured um so we're down there enough moving the animals around that we're able to check on them especially when we move them from park to park we're always checking their eyes to make sure that no one's anemic or no one's skinny you know we're always looking at our animals and if there's an occasional instance where we've had a goat with its leg caught in the tree in the morning we go down and get the animal and in that animal's case its leg was actually broken so we got medical care and in a few weeks she was good to go how do you even connect with the city of madison for this i mean do they come to you or do you guys market your business um so we really don't advertise they kind of just reached out a couple winters ago and we did a few little jobs for them and they liked it and it's just kind of blown up into what it is today are they seeing improvements to the parks because of your goats i would say yes judge on, judging on how much more business they're coming to us with and the increased number of acreage and parks that they're trying to tackle so I think that in the long run, it's probably cheaper than hiring all their staff to manage all these acres when the goats can go in in a week and clear a couple acres. Here we are talking about summer, and we're not, we can't forget what's happening right now. Spring, we know, means baby animals, including kids, baby goats. How has your kidding season gone? How long does it last? Um, so we usually shoot for the third week of March to start kidding. This year has been very tricky to say the least with the weather being cold and windy and rainy. Kidding percentage was pretty high, highest we've ever had. We've unfortunately lost a few more kids than we usually do just due to the weather, but we also had a high number of first-time moms this year. We had 13 of our 31 were first-timers, so but overall it's been pretty good now that we have nice weather and once the kids get a couple days old usually they're pretty good and they don't need any extra care. You're not just contracting these goats out to graze. You're also raising them for market. Tell me how, that, how that's been. 
The market has been good the last few years. We raise our animals based on data, based on the doe's production. If she is able to produce 90% of her body weight in kids at 90 days old, feet, udders, body condition, um, parasite resistance, and not having to deworm her animals. We're trying to get animals that require minimum work on our side that can handle their job, which is raising their kids and feeding themselves with what we provide, which is, you know, adequate food and water and mineral. And animals that thrive in our environment, our situation, we select those and proceed forward. Um, Like I said, we've been doing this for six years, and I feel like we've come a long ways over those six years. We haven't hardly had to intervene with kidding unless it's the occasional first-time mom and it's terrible weather. But market's been good. We take them to Fenimore in October, usually. Um, I would like to hit the Easter market would be better, but we're not really set up for that at this current time. How's getting feed and supplies to raise goats? Um, So we feed our goats only hay throughout the winter. They get protein tubs the last 50 days of gestation. It's kind of when you need to up the groceries for the does. Um, We test all our hay to make sure that the protein and all that stuff is where it needs to be. And basically all the does get second or third cutting, orchard grass, clover, stuff like that. All forage-based herd. We don't feed any grain. So we make our own hay for the most part. I had to buy a few round bales this year, but I try doing it early before the prices go up. I kind of inventory my hay knowing that the adult does are going to take this many bales, the yearlings are going to take this many bales, and if I need to get hay, I'll buy it in December before the prices go up in February. So I had to buy a couple bales, but prices were pretty good then. So, Do you have to do any kind of manure management with goats, either here at, at the farm or w- where they're grazing? For the grazing, that's all right back into the environment. Helps the goats will kind of turn it into the ground with their hooves. Um, as far as the pasture goes, what I do, we have a collapsible bale feeder every round bale I move it so the hay doesn't accumulate very thick the grass grows through it and you don't even know it's there so I only have to haul like one or two loads of manure the whole year. Greg Hack with Hack Hagen Goats Grazing in Poinette, Wisconsin says it sounds like an easy job just dropping the goats off at the park and letting them eat but he's on call 24-7 just like with any lives. A farmer's time is valuable that's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option.